Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Uria podcast. I am your host, Elle Edwards, founder of Uria and the Blue House. With that reminder, it's season eight. We're exploring short and sweet, actionable episodes to help you be Uria. That's you, the person you were created to be in intentional, expectant relationship with God. And today is no exception. Today's episode is really for anybody who maybe you're excited about an invitation that God has given you. Maybe the we've explored before the plan and the purpose for your life and maybe you know what that thing is and you're full of anticipation and yet you feel like you're a bit unable to to move on those things yet because there are pieces that you don't know or things that you don't have and so maybe you feel like you're in a season of waiting if that's you then today's episode I suspect is for you because really today is the reminder that even when you're in a season of waiting, there are still things that you can do and explore that will have an impact and will make a difference. And so the the story that came to mind as I was pondering on you know, the direction we're going in today's episode is a friend of mine. A number of years ago, I met, some of you know I, I love doing podcast interviews, uh, and in order to, to, to be matched up with potential good hosts, I um I'm on a couple of websites. They're like dating sites, but they're for <laughs> they're for podcast hosts and guests. It's like a matchmaking type thing. Anyway, uh, through one of these websites, I met with a, a young lady, a young Christian lady from India, and we chatted. Uh, and I was a guest on her podcast. But what I found as a result of my conversation with her is I left myself feeling incredibly inspired, because as we were chatting, she shared with me a little bit about her story. So she lives in a part of the world where it's not safe for her to openly profess her faith. We talked a couple of episodes or two or three episodes ago where we mentioned in passing about the persecuted church. And there are still, like I say, parts of the world where parents can't even tell their children about Jesus for fear of they might let something slip at school and the ramifications of that. And so my young friend lives in India. She lives in a part of of India where she can't openly tell people about Jesus. It would be really easy in that situation to go, oh, well, there's nothing I can do. I'll just sort of show up and and be me, you know, shine my light as best I can, but there's really nothing else I can do. That's not what she did. Instead, she she thought to herself, right, I can't do this, I can't do that, but what can I do? Or to use the the title from today's episode, you know, what is what was what's in my hand, or in my hands, so to speak. Uh, you know, what, rather than focusing on what she couldn't do and the limitations that were in place, she asked herself, "What can I do? What what's in my hands?" And her answer to that was actually. I can create a podcast. And so she has a podcast where she talks to people from all over the world and she gets to share Jesus with people all over the world because of the nature of the platform of podcasting. You can send that message out, maybe not literally into the whole world because there are certain areas perhaps where they can't access it, but she is able to share her love for Jesus to a much wider audience than just the people in her household, just the people who maybe it feels safe to share with. I offer that to you by way of example, because I did leave our time feeling incredibly encouraged and it actually challenged me. So my my local church, which is quite small, as a result of that conversation with her, we started a podcast. So our our preachers, uh, instead of just going to the people in the room at the time, they could go out more widely to more people. Now, at the time of recording, that podcast is actually paused uh, because of the not 
mostly because I'm not there every week and I was the person doing the tech. But I'm actually being reminded now that maybe that's something that can be looked at because it was it's definitely an opportunity to share a message more widely than just with the people who are in the room. This isn't the purpose of this episode is not to say to you, you need to start a podcast. That's not that. Please hear me on this one. And you're offering both of those to you as an example. So instead of it's and it's really about where you put your focus. Remember, we've explored this in previous episodes, and you've definitely, those of you who've been around with me for a while, have heard me bang on about the reticular activating system enough, enough times to know. <laughs> and I'm gonna say it again, I make no apology for that. There's somebody who doesn't know about this. So the reticular activating system is a group of neurons at the back of your sort of brainstem here. It does all sorts of really clever stuff, uh, including, you know, regulating your temperature. But for the purposes of what we want to dig into today, the reticular activating system acts like a filter. It filters in those things that you deem important. Now, how does it know what is important to you? It's those things you pay attention to. The example I often give is when I first bought my yellow car, I suddenly started seeing yellow cars everywhere. Some of you know, I bumped my yellow car earlier in the year. I don't have it anymore. It's quite sad. I was very sad to get rid of my bright yellow car. I now have a red car. I don't see red cars everywhere because red cars are everywhere anyway. But what I do see since getting the car is I now see Suzuki Swifts all over the place where I didn't notice them before because the car I got is a a Suzuki Swift. That's quite hard to say fast. (laughs) The other example of this is if you find out that yourself or someone that you love is expecting a baby, all of a sudden you will start to see people with pushing prams or push chairs around. It's not that there's suddenly been a massive influx of pregnant people in your town. It's that your mind is filtering in. Those people were all there all the time. They were still there before. The Suzuki Swifts have always been in my town. Um, It's just that my mind filters them in because suddenly it's like, aha, that's important to her. That's the car that she drives. And so the reason why this is important as it pertains to those times when you feel like you can't take action on the stuff that God's niggling you about is if you focus on all of the things that you don't have and all of the things that you can't do, your mind wants to prove you right. And so you'll just keep on seeing all of the roadblocks and all of the the things that are stopping you. However, if you ask the question, wait, what can I do? What's in my hand? How can I take action? Not only will Holy Spirit help you out with this because this is just brilliant and what he does, your mind will help you out too because of the way that it was created. And suddenly you will start seeing opportunities, potential, ideas. There's a reason why we have some of our best ideas in the shower. It's when we're just relaxing and we're not so quite so uptight about it. Have fun with this. How you approach things really does make a difference. And so if you approach this with a, you know, a sense of, okay, I need to get this right and it's really important... Yes, it's important. I'm not suggesting for one minute that the plan and the purpose for your life is not important. Of course it is. But if you take a deep breath and just lighten up a little bit and start exploring it with a sense of wonder and delight and what might this look like? What's in my hands? What can I do? All of a sudden, fairly swiftly, you're going to start seeing opportunities. You're going to start having ideas and things that you can potentially, you know, try that will either directly help move you towards whatever it is that God's inviting you to do, or will be other really wonderful ways to serve while you're waiting. I'm always reminded quite often when I, uh, you know, talk about waiting, I'm reminded met a number, a couple of years ago, I think it was, uh, Michael Todd from Transformation Church did a sermon where he talked about waiting and it was dressed up in a waiter's uniform. What do waiters do when they're waiting? They serve. It's that reminder that even if you're in a season of waiting, you can still show up and serve. 
And if you're not sure what that looks like, ask God. He's got so many ways that you can serve. I don't get hung up on that word serve as well. Um, particularly if you're somebody who is very much a doer. Serving doesn't have to mean making the tea and coffee in church, although of course it can be that. You are you are being of service when you go for a walk and you stop and you chat with somebody and you allow them to be heard. You are you are being of service when you walk down the street and you smile at a stranger and their face that was once gloomy suddenly comes alive. You know, this is not about necessarily adding more doing to your plate. If you are somebody who already does a lot of doing, uh, I would encourage you to actually think, okay, how can I serve in a way that that's different to what I've been doing? With all of this, that reminder is you don't have to make this stuff up. You don't have to try and like, try really hard to get the right answer. Explore it with God. See what, you know, what Holy Spirit brings to mind. Those nudges, those ideas that drop in your head. But the more that you can uh, sort of consider you know, what can I do? What does this look like? The more that your mind will help you out as well. So it's like a, a sort of a double win on that one. So as a reminder, your play thing for today then, I'm going to work on the assumption that you know what the plan and the purpose is for your life. You already have something that you are being led towards. If you don't, then that's actually the first place to start with that. Uh, and I would encourage you actually, if you're someone who's like, I don't know why I'm here. That's definitely something to have a conversation with God about. Uh, and it's actually part of a bigger conversation that is outside the remit of one podcast episode. But we do have the UEA Games inside the Blue House, uh, so which is available to all members and is included in your membership. So actually, if you're someone's like, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what's next for me. Come and join the Blue House, uia.com forward slash join. That's what we're here to do is to help you explore who it is that you created to be. What is that plan and that purpose? And then take action on it. However, assuming that you know what that thing is, uh, the next piece is, is to start shifting your thinking. Instead of thinking, okay, the, all of the reasons why you can't do something, ask the question, what can I do? What's in my hands? And Notice what comes up for you over the next few days as your mind filters those things in, as Holy Spirit drops those nuggets into your mind. And then once you've got those things, take action on them. There are sometimes the reason why you feel like I don't hear from God is because he's already said, he's already given you the invitation. He's given you the next step. And if your conversation with him is God, show me what to do. And he's like, well, I've already showed you. (laughs) Um, That might be one of the reasons why it's feeling like as if he's gone on mute. God's not on mute. He loves whispering to you, sharing his heart with you. Uh, and that's you know one of the things we do with these episodes is to remind you of that fact. Um, so if you are a bit like, I don't know, that might be just, you know, ask God, say to him, is there something that you've been inviting me to do that I haven't been, that I haven't done yet? Is that why I'm not, not getting, you know, my next step? for example. Uh, So there's a few different play things in there depending upon where you're at. I'm just trusting that Holy Spirit will nudge you with the one that you need for now. Speaking of which, of nudges, if you get a nudge that there's somebody who needs to hear today's episode, will you do them and me a favour and share this episode with them please? And thank you in advance for doing so. I shall be back very, very soon. In the meantime, have yourself a fabulous day. Take care. Bye-bye.